Sometimes you take a little bite, and life goes ahead and gives you a whole pickle slice. Thank you, life. And sometimes you spend $5 or more, and the McDonald's app gives you 20% off the whole order. That means you can get a McCrispy and a quarter pounder with cheese and a new lemonade and still save. Thank you, McDonald's app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. One. Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I'm Peter. Okay. Um, have we, we changed the title. I don't know if I actually called it the correct title the last time we did this, because uh, I had just changed it uh, because of YouTube. Um, there are other shows. I don't think I don't remember, because I, I was overtired at the time, too, so. Um, so, yeah, so uh, today we are going to be doing um, Star Trek Beyond. Um, yep. The newest iteration in the Star Trek franchise. Um, this is the 13th movie. Okay. Uh, no, I was asking, is it? I don't know. You like Star Trek more than I do. Uh, that's, that's, like, a varying degree of, like, just off zero. Um... I've never been the biggest Star Trek fan, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'll watch the movies, but I'm not, like, deep into the lore of Star Trek. Um, yeah, this is this is 13. Okay. Yeah, I remember they were numbered up to 10, and then um, 11, and, 11, 12, 13, or 09, in, uh, Into Darkness, and now this one, uh, Beyond. Um, where it can be the first time they really do an original story in the new trilogy, because it's the first time J.J. Abrams isn't directing. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, because the first one kind of had an original story, um, but I don't really count that one because it was the reboot. I like the first one. The first one is very good. Into Darkness is Wrath of Khan light, um, but without, you know, killing people. Um, even the villain doesn't die. Um, so, what else is there? This one is going to be the first one. They're going to introduce a new alien race. Um, for the first time in a while. And for some reason they have African accents, because Idris Elba is the bad guy. Yeah. Idris Elba is the lead of the, uh, the new race of aliens. Um. Maybe he was, he filmed this at the same time he was filming Beasts of No Nations, and he, like, wouldn't get out of from Beasts of No Nations, so that he had to have an African accent. I mean, that, that sounds outlandish, but, um, I don't know. Um, I'm thinking it's just because... They uh, they needed a villain uh, for this movie, and they just like, hmm, Idris Elba is, you know. He'll bring, I think it's just because, like, we had, it's a name recognition part of it, I think. And it's like, we had Benedict Cumberbatch, so now let's have Idris Elba. Yeah. Because Chris Pine isn't drawing anyone. Well, that's the thing. If you look at when the original, tri- when this trilogy started, uh, back in 2009, none of the cast of the Enterprise uh, was well known. Chris Pine wasn't anything big yet. Zoe Saldana didn't have her first big movie until this, and the same year was Avatar. Um, then there was um, who else is in this movie? Um, yeah, I didn't see this one. The first one when it came out, I waited a couple of years to see it. I, I think didn't see it. I saw the first one when it came out. Um, Anton Yelchin, who is now deceased, he was and still is, you know, not a big name. Uh, same with John Cho. Uh, Zachary Quinto was known for his TV roles. And is also yes. since known for his TV roles, um, and um, there was one, and then Chris Pine. Uh, and the, Who played Chekhov in the original one? I don't know his name. 
not Anton Hello. Yelchin. It's Walter Koenig, right? Right. Oh, that sounds right. Okay. Do you, do you want to do some podcast fun facts? Sure. Walter Koenig is Jimmy Pardo's father-in-law. Hmm. That's cool. Um, so, let's talk about what do we have else for this. Um, there's also a special episode where we're at the halfway mark for the year. Um, for, uh, for Beware of Spoilers, because we only have a few more left in 2016. Um, not a good year for movies. Um, disappointing so far. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later, because we're going to be doing, we're going to rank what we've seen so far, uh, and we've done on this show. Um... We're gonna do that toward the end of the episode, but we uh, we we're gonna talk about how that this has been a big, a bad year when The Witch, uh, a horror movie, is in the contenders for a top movie, then uh, it's not it's not very good. No, not disparaging The Witch. I'm disparaging the oh, genre horror. Like, yeah, yeah, I definitely I agree with you. Um, and the thing too, Finding Dory's Utopia and The Witch are the three strongest contenders so far. I mean, I'm not even counting Captain America because, I mean, no one, a lot of people are going to discredit, the same reason he would discredit Zootopia or Finding Dory right off the bat, um, because it's a movie where it's, it's targeted toward kids, um, not the edgy and mature works from the DC extended universe. Um, exactly. So, I, I mean, that, it's been a very, it's been a bad year so far. Uh, it's not like, uh, what was it, last year where you had Jurassic World was amazing and, um, Star Wars. Star Wars was really good. I mean, I think if Rogue One is as good as it seems, we'll talk about that another time. Um, so first we're going to do something new uh, that we haven't done before. Um, I'm calling it the second viewing revision. And it's after you've seen a movie um, a second time, you might notice something different from what you saw the first time. Um, and we have, we're going to do this only for movies that we've previously seen. Um <laughs> Uh, and we've done on the show. So, uh, first off would be X-Men Apocalypse. Um, you weren't here for the X-Men Apocalypse episode. Uh, what did nope. you think? Of the movie? Of the movie, yeah. Just think, what are your just, like, uh, thoughts? I thought it was okay. Like, I feel, I give the movie, like, a solid six. Yeah. Like, I've, I didn't come out, like, angry at the movie, because I was like, wow, that was dumb. But I, I didn't come out of the movie, like... Wow, I really like that movie. Or wanting to see it again, really. Yeah. I feel if I'm not going to buy this movie, probably. Or, so if it's on TV, maybe I'm like, oh, I kind of like this part. Maybe I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. The, the, for me, there wasn't a part like that. I, mean, movie I, I think saw. the only thing like that for me with that movie would be the Wolverine sequence. When he for me, the Quicksilver. And, uh, the Quicksilver. The second Quicksilver sequence is better than the first. Yes. I like them both a lot. Um, well, Evan Peters is a good actor, too. Um, because that, that whole sequence is him acting without speaking. Yeah. Both times. It, it, he's just, like, you know, emoting with his face entirely, and that, it does take some skill to do that. Um, but, uh, when me and Josie did this review initially, we called it, we, we asked the question, is it a deus ex machina if they introduced the concept in a movie that was retconned out of existence because, as we know, the the climax of the movie happens um, when Jean unleashes the Phoenix Force and uh, kills Apocalypse with it. Um, but earlier in the movie, 
Um, there's something that I didn't notice, a friend of mine noticed and told me. Um, when um, Apocalypse and the Horsemen are in the X-Mansion, um, Apocalypse says, all will be revealed. Mm. Then, at the end of the movie, as he's dying, as Gene is liquidating his body, um, he says, all has been revealed. So, but is it for him, or is it just like his, he's sacrificed, or something like that? The way she interpreted it when she told me it was that he, he was referring to the Phoenix Force being awakened. Like he, like, he knew it was there the whole time, and he's bringing it to the attention, and now everyone knows that, like, everyone knows about it. Um, the way I would interpret that is it's like bringing the mutants, that there is a dark side to the mutants to the forefront. My only problem with that is the character of Apocalypse, because he the whole character is about self-preservation. So, like, why would he want to sacrifice himself just to show people that some mutants have a dark side? Because that's, like, the whole beginning of the movie. Yeah. To live forever. I don't know. I, the, the, whole, the whole movie is, like, rife with props. Even, like, the ending, it's like, Magneto killed, like, six people in the beginning of the movie. And then it's like, okay, yeah. have fun, Eric. Yep. It's like you felt sad about like destroying the world, so you're you're okay now. Like what he did in this movie was arguably a lot worse than what he did in Days of Future Past, and you know he just gets away with it, and not even gets away with it. Like he escapes, it gets like okay, Eric, see you next time. See you next time you get mad. Yeah. My favorite part is when there's a giant metal tornado from Magneto, yes. and then uh, what's her face? Uh. I don't know Jennifer Lawrence's character. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I, I'll go stop him. And yeah. then she just... But then luckily Quicksilver helps her. Because it's like, yeah. what is she going to do? <laughs> they, and the thing is, too, through that entire sequence, it's just them standing on the edge of the bubble just like, well, this sucks. They're like, stop. And he's like, no. And then, <laughs> okay, okay we know all we can do. Um, and then Olivia Munn escapes, too. And she's just like... Yeah, and then what was uh, the other thing? There was one other thing that I just thought of with it. Um, if I remember, I'll come back to it. Uh, but we have one other uh, second viewing revision. You took off points from Civil War for mm-hmm. uh, Bucky's quick turnaround. Yes. Um, in the movie, it's addressed. Mm-hmm. The quick turnaround. Uh, I think I told you this when I first saw Civil War the second time back in back in May. Um he um he has a journal and that Steve finds when he goes to his apartment in one of those giant subtitled places that he lives. Um, and he uh, I, I forgot at Budapest or something like that. I don't remember. But either way, they go in there or Germany. It was somewhere in Germany. And um, he opens up the the book, and in the book, it's all about how he's his memories are coming back. And then when he comes in. He's playing dumb to, like, because he doesn't know how, um, like, he doesn't know what capacity Steve's there. And so it's a self-preservation kind of thing. So I think that's worth noting that we didn't quite catch the first time with, um, with, uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is just I don't really too that right. plays the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So, like, that They didn't really sense. build up the relationship that well in the first movie, considering... They shipped off Bucky too quick, then they keep, they come back, and then it's a montage, and he's dead. Yeah, exactly. 
So, and then it's like, now, he's my lifelong friend. If you have to tell that story in a flashback in the second movie, then you didn't do your job. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so then, uh, let's move on to Star Trek Beyond, or go back to that. Um, this movie has had some, uh, some share of controversy already. Did you know about that? No, I know a lot of people, once this trailer came out, like, already hated it. Right. Uh, do you know why? No. Okay. So, Star Trek... um, Is it because it looked too much like Star Wars? It looked too much like an action movie. Oh, okay. That was it. Um, Star Trek is more of, uh, like, what science fiction always imagined itself to be. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, it's just grandiose going through space and doing stuff and, like, occasionally fighting aliens and, like, doing stuff like that. Not, like, die hard in space. Yeah. And the first trailer makes it look like they'll be fighting. That's the movie. It's a giant action movie. So fans of the series were like, this is how you're going to do the 50th anniversary to the original series. You're going to completely shit all over uh, Gene Roddenberry's original vision of the series. Um, and then Simon Pegg came out, who's one of the, he's played Scotty, and he's also one of the writers on, on the mm-hmm. movie. He comes out and says, the trailer is a misrepresentation of what the movie is, and, um, the next trailer you'll like better. So the second trailer comes out, and a lot of people liked it a lot better. Then the tra- third trailer comes out, and, um, there's a Rihanna song attached to it, which, they don't know their market. No. I don't think people who are fans of the 50th anniversary of Star Trek and the fans of Rihanna quite overlap as much as I thought they did. Um, so that, uh, that was not quite well received. Um, and, uh, there was one other controversy with this movie. Oh, uh, did you hear the other controversy with this movie? Nope. Um, it's, it's a small thing. It's a little bit spoilery. Uh, it's not a big deal. Uh, Sulu's gay. Ooh. Right. Then, which would be, which is fine, and a lot of people are like, oh, okay. That's, it's a, it's a tribute to George Takai. Then George Takai came out and said... This is ridiculous. They made Sulu gay. <laughs> it was just like I hate gay people. Because <laughs> and people people like viciously attacked George Takai for this. Because what happened? And he talked about his uh, talks with J.J. Abrams, and he was like, "When I spoke to uh, Abrams, uh, I said, why 'Why don't we create a new character um, for the, for this one um, and have him be gay?'" Instead of having an existing character be gay, because this is the 50th anniversary movie, this is going to be the one. Like, this one, try to hold it as true to the original image as you can. Yeah. And J.J. Abrams said, "Yeah, I'll take that into consideration." And I made Sulu gay anyway. For me, I'm fine with them kind of doing whatever they want because each, like, I know each series was different in a way, like of what they handled. So uh-huh. why can't this one be the more actiony version of that? Well, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's, that's, they have to, that's part of getting a bigger market. They can't... If only people that like Star Trek went to see the Star Trek movie, then it would have failed. Then the only one of them... Yeah. I mean, I... I the thing is, too, if they did a, a small-budget Star Trek mo- a movie with the guy who directed uh, Ex Machina... Yeah, I was about to say that, too. That'd be cool. Um, that would be a good one, like, when the episodes where they're really only on the ship. Yeah. And, like, there's, that's the only, um... And they gotta, like, it's a man-against-nature kind of thing where they just gotta survive on the ship. Like, um, the ship uh, starts, like, 2001 A Space Odyssey. That, that, I, that, I don't think that ever... That actually does happen in an episode. 
that happens to every everything. Yeah. Um, so critical. Is William Shatner in this movie? No, he's not. Oh, I remember he was supposed to be. Apparently, and I'm quoting here, William Shatner is too much of a dick to be in Star Trek anymore, so he's just not going to do that. I love William Shatner. I saw a one man. I saw William Shatner's one man show, and it was just an hour of him sucking his own dick. Like he was just like nice. Look, it was just like his biography told on stage, and he's just like, "I am an amazing person. Let's go through <laughs> my life." And he sang some of the songs. Yes. Is so Chekhov movie... in this one? What? Oh yeah, he is in this one. Okay. I don't think Leonard Nimoy is. Leonard Nimoy served was in Into Darkness, but for like in a really weird sense, where it kind of takes you out of the movie. Like, do you remember the scene yeah. he was in? Yes, it was very strange. Um, I like Carl Urban. He's really good. Um, and then uh, yeah, he is really good. Um, so uh, this movie's doing pretty well critically so far. Eighty nine percent of Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. It has a 70 on Metascore. According to... Oh, Bojack Horseman has a 94 on Metacritic so far. It has a 71 for me on Metacritic. Oh, I do have a problem. My one problem with Star Trek Beyond, the trailer. What? They're like, it has a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that wasn't a trailer for Star Trek Beyond. Okay. Like, it just seems a little bit annoying. Like, it seems like they're trying to prove something. Well, they kind of have to. I think Star Trek does have a little bit of a stigma attached to it, more so than any other kind of science fiction franchise that's around today. Um, and, and it's largely because of people like uh, that skit that, that uh, William Shatner did back in the day on SNL, where he's at the convention and he's like, don't you guys have lives? Like, why are you asking me yeah. these questions? Um, and it also now has to get away from Star Wars. Right. Now that, now that there's a new Star Wars, because a lot of people are going to be like, "What is like? Why is that different?" Or something. Yeah, exactly. And there, there is like, and that, and the thing is too, making it more like an action movie takes away some of the differences. Yes, because what Star Trek had going for it was that it was, um, what's it called? It was less action, more um, showing. It was more like a, what's it called? It was like watching. Um, do you, can you think of something that I could think like of? Like a perceived. Like what? Law and Order, almost. Kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Because it's it's about using your wits to uh, what's it called? To get out of the situation and not just you know punch your way out of it. Yeah, and it's not, and it's more. I feel like it's more character driven than Star Wars is. Right. Because um, I feel like Star Wars, like it has, like it's about the a certain family's like story, but yeah. not really about the actual person. Just about how they learn how to use the. Uh, this one, uh, if we, they asked, also ranked every Star Trek movie on Rotten Tomatoes. This one will be ranked um, between Wrath of Khan and First Contact for number three in top ranked. Number one being the reboot, number two being First Contact, this one being number three, Wrath of Khan being number four. Which is the one that's uh, one guys. William Shatner dies. That one is. Is that Generations? Yes, Generations. He talked and about I... that at the One Man Show about what because he they, they let him find a line. Nice. Um. But yeah, the worst one. Guess what the worst one is? Is it the one? Uh, is it the one with the whales? 
Um, or is it the first Star Trek movie? I bet it's the first. It's not Trek. the first movie. It is okay. uh, the Final Frontier. Uh, I don't um, know what that was. Let me take a look at what the plot's in. I don't remember which one each. Final Frontier. Um, it's the fifth one. Right, it's the fifth one. Um, it is... Where's my, where's my Rotten Tomatoes page? Oh, um, uh, this is one where I try to find God. Uh, okay, yeah, that, that explains it. Um... Then Nemesis, then the motion picture, then Generations, then Insurrection, then Search of Spock. That's the first one that is uh, positive. Positive. It goes 55% for Insurrection, and then 78% for Search of Spock. Then Undiscovered Country, um, then Voyage Home. Um, that's the Wales one, is Voyage Home. Um, this one takes place like right after that one? And it's what? like, this one takes place, like, it's after the fourth one. Yeah. And it's like, they try, they're trying to find God, but then they find an alien that's God. And then Kirk, then Spock and McCoy betray Kirk. For some um, reason. Then Into Darkness, then Wrath of Khan, then uh, the new one, then First Contact, then the, the remake, um, or reboot. Um, so yeah, I think that's all the thoughts we have for before. Do you have any thoughts going into it that we haven't quite addressed yet? Uh, I think I'm going to like it, but I'm a, I feel like I might, it might feel the same way as X-Men Apocalypse, but not really care. Mm-hmm. So I want to like it, because I really want us to watch all of Star Trek, but I know that's a very big feat. That, that's a deep hole to drop yourself into. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like... I think it's going to be, like, at worst, it's going to be okay. And that's going to be, if, if that's the worst thing that the movie has going for it, then that's fine. Like, if, if, if this movie is, at worst, okay, then I'll be okay with this movie. Like, uh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think it does. Um, Do you know that um, Shaq's, uh, Nimoy had a favorite nation's clause in their contracts? What does which that means... Mean? Any time that one of them got a pay raise, then the other one also got that at a different time. So it's like what the United States does to the Middle East, where they fund um, animation, so they fight each other. But they're always at a stalemate. That sounds something new. Um, so yeah, so we'll be back after the movie with our thoughts um, post-movie. Um and we're going to try to go back to doing what we stopped doing for a little bit while uh, Peter was away. And we try to talk about something important with the movies and not just, yeah, it was good. Um, and then we'll be back with uh, we'll be back with that in a few seconds for you, a uh, couple of hours for us. Goodbye. Yes. Alright. Uh, it it exceeded my expectations. I really enjoyed. It. Yep. I think. Should I talk? Can I talk about specific scenes? Alright. Uh, for me, the one part where in the beginning I was like, "Wow, this is fucking stupid," was when they're about to 
like leave uh, drums and then um, they're like leave <laughs> like an FM radio frequency. <laughs> so they play a sabotage just a little bit because that's what they do. They're sabotaging them. Yes. Okay, so sorry about that. We had a slight technical issue. Uh, do you want to go back to what you were saying? Okay, so I was talking about... Do you know what the... Uh, you were talking about how you thought the... What's it called? The sabotage thing. Uh, they placed the tide, and then they're, they literally start surfing on a wave of any drone while they're all floating around. Uh, for me, it became... I was liking it a lot. And I was like, that's retarded, but I love it. What? What? Uh, that last one got cut off. Yeah. Uh, wait, you can't hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Uh, for me, I thought that when they did that at the end, the, uh, the thing with, um, with Sabotage, I didn't think it was quite that, uh, that, uh, that cool. That's just my opinion, though. I... I don't know, I didn't like that this movie that much. I think it just perfectly, like, sums up what every problem ha- we've been having this year so far is. I liked it better than X-Men. Oh, yeah, it was better than X-Men, but that's not, well, that's not that high of a bar. X-Men was probably the worst movie this year. Mm. Like, it's just, it's just a little bit like, um... Uh, what's it called? It. I think the biggest problem this movie really like has is that it it tries to be both Star Trek and at the same time it also tries to um, like not be something new but be a blockbuster, which is not something that. Yeah, I think so. Because like um, with, I saw it with my dad. My dad was like, "There's no like they they said they put back." the story on the back burner for the entire thing. Which, not something you can really do with Star Trek. Better one guy kept clapping. Oh, I had that problem. I had not one guy kept clapping. I had, like, any time Spock did anything remotely funny, someone would just, like, free, like, yeah! And I was like, okay, calm the fuck down. Like, <laughs> it, it, there's... There is a limit. Like, you can like Spock, I, I get it, but, like, calm down. I'm assuming they're also fans of the Big Bang. Probably, like, oh, it's Sheldon! Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so what... I I think that's our that's our big thing coming out of this movie, is that it's... It's, it's showing that, like, Star Trek was... is something that is, I think, in this current age, not something that can be done in this, like, in a good, like, way, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Wait, in every movie now, has the Enterprise been destroyed? That's what my dad and said, too. Like, the, gets... three, the three new movies. Yeah, he's like, they go through those a lot of those ships, like, I, why do they keep giving them to them? Yeah, like, when did he stop calling it the Enterprise? Well, they went through a lot of it in, not the original series, but in the original series of movies, they went through a lot, but not a lot of the same, like, it, it was all, like, for a reason that they destroyed it, not for the trailer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I think that's the villains. I was like, the villains. I was, I was, I were, I just elbowed. At least I was like, wow, more backstory about him. This is weird. But then out of nowhere, he <laughs> was entire backstory. I I don't think we needed backstory. I think if he was just a random alien creature who was basically just Malekith, that would have been fine. Like, he just like I just want to the universe. A weird subtext where he better he mumbles in a weird accent. He sounded like General Grievous in the beginning. Yeah, especially because he kept like wheezing. Yeah. Um. I think uh, what they need to do if they're going to continue doing Star Trek movies, which they will, but like a, a further in the future, um, is uh, really take a step back and see what it was that made the series great to begin with. Which, I mean, look, this movie's going to make a lot of money anyway because of how well it's received critically. Um, so it's it, it's going to be a while before we get any any solid like reboot in a way to fix these problems. But... Um, what they need to do is they need to take a step back and look like it's story driven, not um, action driven. Yeah. That... Um. So, do you want to talk about Finding Dory? Oh, there's. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else in this. Oh, yeah, I think that's... I think Chris Pine. Pine. I think he looks like Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Yeah. Uh, I think he's, I think he's gonna be kind of a, I don't think he's that good of an actor. I think he's fine, but really, I've never seen him in anything else. But he was in Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit. The um. Oh yeah, sorry, I didn't watch. I also like how like almost every character, they're like they're playing their own character that just happens to have the same name as like the. First and series, also except for jokes. except for um the guy that plays the doctor. I feel yeah. like it's trying to do the best impersonation of the guy of that is the guy. But he's funny, so I allow yeah. it. Yeah, uh, he he had the strongest performance in this movie. I think out of everyone, mm-hmm. he had the he had the um the strongest performance. Um. So, uh, what would you give this movie as a final rating? Hmm. I think a 7 out of 10. I'd go 5.5. Uh, so, did you want to talk about uh, Finding Dory quick? Uh, I really liked Finding Dory when I saw it. It made me rethink my favorite Pixar movies and like go back to how much I loved the original Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. And part of why I loved Finding Dory is because it wasn't just a rehash of the Finding Nemo and I didn't just do the same thing over again. It was... So in the beginning they set it up like you see Dory's backstory up until she meets Marwin and then it's like one year later and they all live together. Right. And then... And Keep sending up Dory is going to get lost and like to be getting a movie. And I, oh wow, you know this is obvious. But then they completely don't do that, and they actually all travel together across the oceans. And then they get rid of the the, tor- the turtles out of the way really quickly. And then once the um, the turtles like get them across the ocean where they need to go, 
know, San Diego, basically. And then there, are, there's no the movie is none of the journey across the ocean. That's five sides. Then the entire movie is this aquarium slash sanctuary where they're inside slash trying to rescue other fish and stuff like that. So it's very interesting because much. And uh, my favorite animal is very white, a guy who plays Phil, a modern family, and he's a beluga whale that uh, his sonar is broken. But to get his sonar to work, he thinks he has to make a noise. So he, like, makes a screaming noise whenever he's using a sonar. And they, like, it's an exact map of around him. And he, like, zooms in and out of things with, like, by making zooming in noise. And then there's uh, just, like... Uh, Octopus is funny too. Who's also oh, Bond family. family? Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to think. Like it's just all the characters you love plus some more fun things. Yeah, it's as I said earlier. It's been a very weak year for movies. That's not to disparage Finding Dory. That's just to say, the movies that have come up this year have not been uh, stellar, to say the least. Um, but uh, this is one of the strongest contenders for best movie of the year so far. Um, that's not to say it's not gonna it, like there can't be something better at the end of the year when it comes uh, Oscar season. Which, but like even yeah. so, like, when I saw the, the coming attractions before this movie, they had a movie about Sully. Which, if Clint Eastwood's like previous directing endeavors are going to be uh, talked about, it's gonna be you know at least nominated just for his name. With uh, he had American Sniper. Um, but yeah, like uh, that's be, that's a movie. And then it's like there's a new Jason Bourne movie. There's a new Jack Reacher movie. There's like it, it's not a good. That looks movie. funny. Um, the new Jack Reacher movie. Yeah, I'm gonna see that probably. Uh, the the trailer looks pretty funny. It looks pretty okay because it's just Tom Cruise punching people for two minutes. It's like Mission Impossible if the character Mission Impossible didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, let me just punch If he just beat be the shit of people. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with that. It just, it feels like it's just like, you know, you know why you're here. You would want to see Tom Cruise punch stuff. Yeah, it's like why, um, like I want to see him has fallen. Yeah. Um... So, if it weren't for the fact that the audio quality is having issue today, we would do our ranking. Uh, but I think we'll put that off till next time because A, it is incredibly late, okay. and B, um, what's it called? We're having issues with the audio right now. And and, and C, our next episode Yeah, my screen is just like loading also. Weird. Um, yeah, so our next uh, issue... Our next episode's in two weeks anyway. We're going to be doing Suicide Squad. Um, and then we have Suicide Squad. Sorry for that. That should be a good one. Uh, Magnificent Seven, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Them. And Star uh, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Um, so that'll be how we round out the year. So next time we'll do uh, rankings and see where we would put various movies. And we're going to include in there Finding Dory and Zootopia. And then... Um, if you see any other movies, feel free to throw them on the list too. Like if you, like you saw, okay. you saw the witch, I didn't see the witch. I might end up seeing Jason Bourne, so like I'll throw that on the list. Um, so yeah, yeah good. 
So we'll be back next time with Suicide Squad. Goodbye.